0: I will not tolerate monkeys living on campus. If I wanted to run a monkey hotel, I'd install a banana buffet. I'd use vines as elevators, and I'd put tail holes in the bathrobes, and I'd lower all the shower knobs.
1: show. Monday, y'all. We're feeling it. Yes, we are. (laughs) We are glad that you're with us today on the Back Row Morning Show. Coming up on today's show, extreme embalming. HBO has cleaned up its act and NASA is helping you sleep. Well then. But first, today is September 10th. That means we got a few holidays to celebrate. Ain't that right, Mo?
0: It is right. First up, we have International Makeup Day.
1: International Makeup Day. Okay,
0: so here's the thing. I feel like you purposely get these holidays that have dual meanings so that we have to try and guess and figure out what today is really all about. <laughs> and I so rarely, is
1: rarely this, look it up.
0: <laughs> is this International Cosmetic Day or is it International Make Peace Day?
1: Hmm, like make, yeah, makeup. Yeah. Let's see international makeup day let's see what it says let's see what the old google says uh international makeup day
0: we should get google home for the for the studio so we can ask her hey google
1: google uh no thank you i'd rather have alexa
0: oh okay well (laughs) we can just bring mine from home then alexa (laughs) Uh.
1: So what day is national? So... Makeup Okay, so I think it's I think it's makeup as in on your face. Yeah. Because there is a National Kiss and Makeup Day huh. on August 25th. So, and then there's a National Reconciliation Day on April 2nd. So I'm pretty sure this day is actual cosmetic cosmetic day.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, get out your cover girl and
1: your <laughs> eyeshadow and. Maybe she's born with it.
0: Maybe it's Maybelline. Okay. Not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, Today is also National Boss Employee Exchange Day.
1: National Are we switching boss? roles? <laughs> it, yeah. Or is it they're just having a conversation? Oh. Is it the one day a year that they talk? Right. <laughs> Uh, each day, the, mo- the Monday following Labor Day, you can have the opportunity to see how the other half of your company works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You and your boss switch places for the day and see how the other one spends their day. What do you know? I wonder how many
0: companies would actually... Companies fail on that day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> boss is like, yeah, it ain't so easy, is it? But then at the same time...
0: Boss is like, yeah, it ain't so easy, is
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't sorry. know
0: that it would go over really well <laughs> at CMS if our bosses and employees switched. Today is also National Hot Dog Day. There's no guessing about that day. Heck yeah.
1: Well, it could be Well, national, yeah, I guess so. Leave your dogs, dogs out back. dogs that are too hot. <laughs> hot awareness. Yep. Don't leave them in your car, folks. Jeez. You have a hot dog.
0: Hot dog.
1: No, I'm all about Hot Dog Day. Yeah. I want to celebrate.
0: Fun fact, when I was pregnant with Topher, well, when I was in labor with Topher, my first, um, I I was all about the drugs. And every time the nurse came in and I knew that it was time for a new dose of drugs, I'd say, hot dog. <laughs>
1: hot dog. I, I was
0: just so excited to get more drugs. <laughs> All right. Lastly, today is National Swap Ideas Day.
1: Hey.
0: I don't like this day. I don't have day. any
1: ideas for a joke.
0: I don't like this day.
1: You like Just swap keep, ideas? Is keep, that like having an open mind day? Keep your ideas Almost. to yourself. <laughs> I don't need your dumb ideas. Right. <laughs>
0: so that's it, Matt. Those, Those are, are our holidays, holidays for well, today.
1: Mo, What's how's you, how's your week been?
0: Um, you know, I've actually had a pretty good week. Yeah. It's been pretty fun. Had some visitors in. Yeah. I won't go into details there. We'll keep it a secret. Uh,
1: secret visitors. <clears throat> um,
0: I am still dealing with gallbladder issues, though.
1: Ay, ay, yeah.
0: Still dealing with allergies. I have one eye currently just seeping fluid <laughs> from it. Um,. I don't I don't understand Seeping it. Seeping is one of those words. It is one of those words. Seeping.
1: Seeping. Mm. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> um, oh.
0: Happy Monday. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't understand allergies. I get allergies in my eye.
1: Just in your eye or?
0: Just my right eye.
1: That's weird.
0: I know. I mean, I get allergies everywhere. I get nasal allergies and throat allergies. Sometimes I feel like my head is a balloon and it's just floating above my body. (laughs) Um, But in the last couple years, I've started getting eye allergies where it just, it feels like there's something constantly in there, like an eyelash always in there and I can't get it out. Yeah. And it just oozes
1: all day. That's gross.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I'm dealing with.
1: All right, all right. What about you? Well, gosh, it's been a tiring week. Yeah? Um, over at the Coker household.
0: Well, you better wake up.
1: Yeah. Uh, last week I told you about my dad who uh, had been in the hospital because he, well, he has cirrhosis of the liver because uh, he had a fatty liver and it developed into that. But uh, we took him out to the hospital because he had gained a whole bunch of fluid, like about 23 pounds worth of fluid to where he couldn't walk anymore uh, in the course of like a week. Uh, So I told you that I had gone down and visited him and he was on the upswing and should have been home, uh, by a couple days later, Yeah, but things took a weird turn because one night his kidneys just shut down. Uh, so he stayed in the hospital for several more days as they tried to get his kidneys functioning again, which they're kind of functioning now. Uh, but, uh. He's, he's finally out of the hospital, but he's in a rehab facility right now that he hates because it's also a nursing home facility for people that need assisted care. Yeah. And they don't have the people that are there for a temporary stay and the people that are there for a permanent so, stay yeah. separate. Uh-huh. And so he's hearing all these people with, like, dementia and stuff just moaning and screaming crazy things, and it's kind of driving him
0: crazy nuts yeah (laughs)
1: uh you know get me out of here now uh so yeah we're 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 working on getting the house uh set up for him to uh go home very soon but uh yeah it's been a bit of a interesting day i had to bring up his recliner to the assisted facility so he could sit because you know there's no chair it's everyone's in a bed but uh Mm. he wants to be able to sit somewhere so i had to take apart this recliner because it comes in the the back part will come off Uh but i didn't know how it came off i was just fiddling with it with my hands inside the mechanism where i can't see i busted my finger open when i accidentally figured out how (laughs) so it's just been fun and of course, it's my index finger on my dominant hand that I do everything with, including unlock my phone with my fingerprint, which I can't do now because it's covered in a bandage. So that's been also <laughs> annoying. You don't realize how much you start to rely on that back fingerprint, fingerprint scanner. Yeah. And so you're like, you have to type in your four digit code every single time you want to unlock your phone. I'm like, ah. Little things. Well, that stinks. First world problems, y'all. First world. Hashtag <laughs> first
0: world problems. So, Matt, have you... You're not a Friends fan, right? Like the Friends TV No, I TV like show. Friends.
1: I, I mean, I'm not an uber fan like you are. But have I like it. Seen, I have all of
0: them. You know the episode where Chandler... Who is it? Chandler Bong. Chand, I think it's Chandler that breaks Rosita...
1: It's Rosita, remind the me. The chair. Yeah. Joey's okay. leather chair. Yeah.
0: and he, He's trying to move it. Is it? Is it Chandler? No, it's
1: Rachel. Is it Rachel? Rachel. It?
0: It's when Rachel and Joey are sharing an apartment. She tries oh, to move.
1: Weird, that was a weird time.
0: Yeah. She tries to move Rosita. She's trying to rearrange the furniture, and he has yeah. Rosita perfectly positioned in front of Stevie, the TV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And she tries to move it, and when she does, that whole the whole back portion of the chair yeah. pops off and then right. she sets it back on perfectly, and then Chandler comes over and looks around and nobody's there, so he takes advantage of sitting in Joey's chair. Well, when he plops down, the back goes off <laughs> and Chandler goes flying backwards, feet up in the air. He thinks that he ends up breaking Rosita, so he moves the chair over to Monica and Chandler's apartment. And then moves his Barka Lounger over back to Joey's so that because they were matching Barka Loungers, right, right, you know, right. um, hoping that nobody would ever know, nobody would ever notice. Monica is thrilled beyond belief because this Barka Lounger has somehow mysteriously <laughs> disappeared this, and oh, disappeared. It's, it's gone out of their apartment now. <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah, I have always been like my my dad, my dad and my mom both both have recliners and they've always had recliners Yeah. since I was as young as I can remember because we've worked in radio and we've always had trade with uh, furniture stores. Mm -hmm. In other words, you know, we would give them advertising and instead of them paying us money for for it, we would be paid in furniture. Nice. So we would get furniture. Uh, So we'd have recliners and then as soon as I became, you know, a young teenager... They started buying me one too for my yeah. room, uh, so I'd have a recliner. So I've always had this big chair, this big comfy recliner, and uh, I can't not have one. Yeah. Um, we we had a recliner in when we first got married, and we took it to college, our college apartment, and it was falling apart. And mm-hmm. at this point, we no longer had trade, and so we had to stretch these chairs out, make it a blast. Yeah. And so I I I sat in that thing. For like, I want to say six years. And then finally the back just popped right off. Oh. And I'm like, oh no, what do I do? And so Deidre and I had to like save up money. This is when we weren't making much. Mm-hmm. Save up money to buy a new chair. Meanwhile, I'm in our living room sitting on the hard wooden no fluff left chair that came with the apartment that a, <laughs> that a billion college butts have sat on. Right. Possibly naked because it's your apartment. Probably. You know you yeah. Um, I was miserable. It was like two weeks. And I'm like, you know, we just have to, we have to buy this and see if they'll let us pay it off over time. <laughs> uh, but since then, I don't buy recliners anymore. I buy, st- you know, just standard sturdy, big, single person chairs with an ottoman. Uh, and that's been a lot better because yeah. they last a lot longer. Yeah, uh, we had we bought the we bought a red chair after that with an ottoman, and it lasted us for, gosh, ten years. Wow! Before my fat butt finally broke it, <laughs> uh, and then we came into a new one. Uh, I don't know how we got it when we moved to our new house two years ago.
0: Didn't your in-laws buy you guys that?
1: Yeah, that's what it was. They had that was they, like their... somebody somebody they knew. We're getting new furniture, and they had only owned this furniture for, like, three months. And they decided they were going to, like, redesign what they were doing. And so it had barely been sat in at all. Yeah. So we got a couch and a chair with an ottoman, and they're fantastic. Yeah. But, uh, yep. A comfortable place to sit. Yeah. That's what I need.
0: I feel like our big brown chair is on its last leg. Mm. It's making me really sad. (laughs) The right arm is falling off. Oh. We That's flipped miserable. backwards in it a few times because it's, like, losing its stability on the mm. bottom. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, no fun. That was a Father's Day gift to Chris the year before, the year right after Mila was born. So it's... So it's been around for a while. Yeah, it's about seven That's years old now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose it, though.
1: <laughs> it's Manic Monday. We are going to wake you up with some hard-hitting Christian rock when we come back. Extreme Embalming. Hmm. Stick around. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. 18-year-old Renard Matthews was fatally shot while walking his dog on June 25th. His mother, Tamika Matthews, told WGNO that her son was a bit of a homebody who loved the Boston Celtics, so she and the family decided on a non-traditional way of remembering him at last Sunday's wake. Instead of a standard casket, the family positioned Matthews At the head of the room at uh, Charbonnet-Labat-Glapion, funeral home, golly. I feel like you butchered that. Every single one of those uh, names is underlined incorrectly spelled.
0: Charbonnet-Labat-Glapion.
1: Funeral home. Seated in a chair in front of a TV playing NBA 2K, the Celtics fan was dressed in sunglasses and a... Kyrie Irving jersey with matching socks next to his chair on an end table. The family lined up some of their son's favorite snacks, a bag of Doritos and root beer. According to Yahoo, the the uh, Treme funeral home was hosted or has hosted a variety of unusual funerals like these so-called extreme embalmings. Back in 2014, the funeral home reportedly put together a wake for a 53-year-old woman whose family asked for her to be posed at a table with a cigarette and a beer. Funeral home has also stood a deceased drummer from a grassroots band at a drum set for a wake.
0: This is odd. This
1: is so strange and morbid. This is incredibly strange. This is like making a wax figure of the person using the person's actual body.
0: That's exactly what it is. That's so gross. Yeah. It's
1: wouldn't I, it be unnerving? Could you, how could you sit in a funeral with them propped up in a position like a wax figure? You know, figure?
0: I even have a difficult time with open casket like Period. funerals yeah, and sure. viewings and you know, you have the the family time where visitors come through and look, you know, they greet the family and say we're sorry for your loss and then they look down in the casket as if I, this has made no sense to me ever for years, as long as I can remember. Am I, am I looking down on the person one last time? I, I don't understand. I'm so typically, I just give my condolences to the family, walk right past the casket, <coughs> look in the opposite direction because that's not how I want to remember that person. Yeah, you know, regardless of how good they make them look. And mm-hmm. um, it's not how I want to.
1: Um, no. Yeah, when uh, my dad's father passed away, it was the first time I'd had anyone in my family die. Yeah, and I think I was thirteen or fourteen at the time, and I remember we went to the funeral home before the funeral, and and he was there already. The casket was open, and you know it didn't scare me or anything. It was just very strange. Mm-hmm. Like it, like I knew that was my grandfather, but it. But it wasn't. Yeah, it was very strange.
0: And they never make them look like they look. Right. You know, I mean, they I, have I would to assume put, you
1: don't want to make them look too lifelike because like, it's a funeral. But, but then the again, that's time, exactly what that's this is exactly, these people are doing. Well,
0: even with an open viewing casket, that's exactly what they're doing. They put on a, a nice outfit and they have their jewelry and their hair done and yeah. makeup done. And it's just... It, I don't know. It is strange. So for this 53-year-old woman that they had her posed at a table with a cigarette and a beer, okay? Yeah. This is my theory. Grandma had, was at like odds with her grandchildren over whether or not they should be smoking and drinking. And she had been making it very known. Maybe it was her children at this point. Well, no. 53. She could have a 33-year-old. No. So it would have had to have been her children. (laughs) I had to do the math in my I head got real you. quick. I got you. Jeez. Okay. So she's getting on to her kids about whether or not they should be smoking and drinking. And her kids said, You know what? Forget you, mom. For your last hoorah on earth, even though you're dead, we're gonna give you a beer and a
1: cigarette. And that I mean, I'm not gonna say that's exact that's the reasoning, but they totally could have done that. Oh yeah. Who's gonna question them? They're the ones in charge.
0: Yeah.
1: It's so strange. It is so strange.
0: Yeah. I'm please don't do this to me when I die. Like
1: (laughs) don't pose me in anything, right? Um to to the uh I guess credit of this family, of the Matthews family, apparently um most people in attendance found it as a loving tribute. So who knows? I just feel as an outside observer it's weird weird
0: yeah this is why i want to be cremated <laughs> like one of the reasons yeah. why i want to be cremated i don't want Just people so don't
1: don't mess with my body don't pose I me
0: i don't want people looking this ain't at me weekend at like...
1: bernie's don't be <laughs> all right it's a manic monday <laughs> <laughs> we're listening to some of the harder hitting christian rock we'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the back row morning show up next is a hot dog a sandwich mm. stick around back it's the back row morning show with matt and mo and we got a question for you from jamie grace what's the best sandwich out there pb and j grilled cheese blt what huh. you got what's your favorite sandwich what's the best sandwich i cannot sandwich in
0: stand peanut butter and jelly seriously do not ever 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 give me a peanut butter and jelly ever
1: do you like peanut butter on its own no you don't like a peanut butter just a pb sandwich no that's sad
0: Nope. Fun fact: When my mom and stepdad first got together, yeah, they well, they had been dating probably six months, but they ran away. Um, nobody was really okay with their relationship. Mm. My mom's parents did not care for my stepdad, so they packed up all their belongings in a um, oh like a Stanley Steamer van that my dad sold vacuum cleaners out of his van. Mm. So they packed it all up, had a tent um, and drove from campground to campground for about a year with three-year-old Megan. And so (laughs) I lived off of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches Uh, for about a year and I will never eat peanut butter and jelly
1: again. I've never had had a
0: peanut butter and jelly sandwich since I was probably eight years old. Really? Mm -hmm. I hate them. Wow. I despise them. I cannot stand them. They're the worst thing on the planet.
1: I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich two days ago. <laughs> nope. That's
0: all right. You can keep your pb and J. I I make them for my kids. They like them. But even like the smell of them together, I just can't.
1: Really? Yep. Man, that makes me sad. I know. Sorry. So but I really
0: like a Reuben. A Reuben? Or a Rachel. The Reuben and the Rachel are probably my favorite.
1: I don't know what a Rachel a is. A
0: Rachel is a Reuben, but it's turkey instead of roast
1: beef. Oh.
0: Yeah. So okay. it has the same okay. sauce okay. and sauerkraut and yeah.
1: Hmm. Whoa. Sauerkraut with turkey.
0: It's actually very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Seems weird.
0: Yep. I like it.
1: Uh let's see. I'm I'm a big fan of a BLT minus the mayonnaise. Like, yeah. I just want the B, the L, the T and the bread. That's all I want. No mayonnaise. It's, want not BLTM. Not a, yeah, it's not a BLT. Yeah, it's not an MBLT, <laughs> uh, which is blah, disgusting. Some people even put mayonnaise on their grilled cheese sandwich.
0: Mm-hmm. That's instead
1: disgusting. Instead of bread.
0: Uh, instead of bread. Instead of butter.
1: <laughs> no. Uh,
0: instead of but, And no I had no never heard. heard of that until my Duh. quote, unquote, college roommate, because I didn't actually attend college. I just yeah. pretended like I did. That's what she used for her grilled cheese sandwich was oh, mayonnaise, gosh. and I thought that it was the craziest thing. It's not bad, though.
1: No, I know. I just don't like mayonnaise, period. I
0: know you don't. I'm but... sure
1: several people find it fine. In fact, if, if we're going to answer the best sandwich I've ever had, it comes in from Carl's Jr. Okay. Carl's Jr., for a while, had a grilled cheese bacon burger sandwich. So, it was two pieces of their sourdough bread that they Uh toasted. It had a hamburger, one of their grilled, char-grilled hamburger patties, Uh and uh, uh, like four strips of bacon. Uh And then it had six slices of cheese, and they were different flavored cheeses, too. And I bought the first one, not knowing they also put mayonnaise on this thing. Uh And you couldn't even tell, because there's couple of the slices of cheeses are white, too. Yeah. And you can't tell if there's mayonnaise in there somewhere. I sure to- could tell the first bite I took. Really? So I threw it away, and I ordered another one without the mayonnaise. But my goodness. it definitely the worst thing that they've ever made. But, like, calorie-wise. Yeah. But, oh, it was so dang good. Yeah. I was so mad when they stopped making it. I think they make, like, a breakfast version now. That's not even... Half is good. No. But that was definitely my favorite sandwich of all time.
0: I love Carl's Jr.
1: (sighs) All the places that I really love, top tier fast food restaurants, just aren't around here. Which is probably good. There's one in Hereford. I'd be even fatter.
0: So whenever we go to Amarillo, we stop at... It's in a truck stop. Right. In Hereford. But it's amazing.
1: Yeah, there's the one in uh, Santa Rosa is probably the one that I've had most... Yeah. Uh, connection with on yeah. the way to Albuquerque, halfway to Albuquerque.
0: Yep. herford's closer.
1: They also do a really good breakfast burger, which they've now made available all day. Really? Which I did not think I would like, but it's also one of my top tier sandwiches from Carl's Jr.
0: But do we consider... That's actually... Never mind. What? <laughs> I think that's one of your questions. Is a hamburger a sandwich, though?
1: Yeah, does a hamburger count? I think so, because it's still... Bread, meat, bread. The the question, I guess, would be, because, I mean, they even used to call them a hamburger sandwich. It's Really? Just, yeah. Just the colloquialism. Ha- colloquial. I can't even say that this early. Colloquialism. But our, yeah, thank you. Has just, you know, changed our vernacular to just say hamburger. I want a hamburger.
0: See, and I, like, I can see um, a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay, yeah. It's a. That's a sandwich. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a hamburger is a sandwich. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't have a reason. Maybe because you have to cook the patty. And I even feel like a grilled cheese sandwich is stretching it cuz you're cooking stuff. Whereas a sandwich is just you pull things you from the fridge what about or a, the pantry. What about a- Oh, what about... Philly cheesesteak. Is it not a sandwich? No, it's a Philly cheesesteak. It's a sub, mm-hmm. actually. I would consider that more of a sub. But a sub and is a sandwich. A sub no, sandwich it's a is, sub. The, is the full it's term. It's a different kind of bread. <laughs> Therefore, it's not a sandwich. Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. You're way off.
0: See, and I feel like... That's way off. To say a sub sandwich is like... <laughs> with, I can't think of the word. It's like repetitive to me. I don't, you know what I mean? It's not a, I don't know.
1: (laughs) It's like calling it two different things. Well, yeah.
0: So the only thing that I can think of, because it's still way too early for me to even be thinking right now, (laughs) but the only thing that I can think of is Chris's military ID. It's called a CAC, and it's something approved card. That's it's an an acronym, CAC. Cac. Anyway, the last C stands for card.
1: But people and still you have say cat card. Yeah,
0: they're cat card. <laughs> and I, I roll my eyes every time I hear somebody. Do you got your cat card? No, I have my cac.
1: But I don't have my card
0: card. I feel like that's the same with the sub. You don't say sub sandwich. It's just repetitive.
1: <laughs> but again, I think it's just been the 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 over usage of it of shortening it just like hamburger cuz it did used to be called a hamburger sandwich cuz you think about it with the other meat replace the meat turkey sandwich you don't say give me a turkey I'm going to need hamburger, I'm going to
0: need you to prove to me that that was a hamburger sandwich like hamburger that was a thing I don't know I I, well, I don't believe you
1: I will I will prove it to you I will <laughs> do it right now cuz I don't know where to look but
0: <laughs> I don't know that I believe you All
1: right so uh is a hot dog a sandwich No that's been a very big debate on the internet. It's a
0: hot dog,
1: but it's still but it's not, bread no. with meat in the no. middle. But it's a folded piece of bread instead of two separate slices of bread, and that's usually where the. The debate lies
0: okay so that's the same with the sub
1: <laughs> yeah well
0: no. you go to subway and they slice open the bread but halfway. that's just
1: that's just to help contain it they could still cut it all the way and make the exact same sub. you
0: could do the same thing with a hot dog yeah you but... know how many times my hot dog bun has broken and i have but... still used it
1: <laughs> well you haven't you know we used to make peanut butter sandwiches on hot dog buns
0: yeah
1: and we had a little song no peanut butter sandwich on a hot dog bun oh my goodness i would sing it every single time my mom would sing it all the time when i was a kid
0: well that's what she was doing to try and make you okay with the fact that you were just eating a peanut butter sandwich on a hot dog bun oh i loved it the first time yes but as a child the first time that it happened i speaking from a mom's perspective Mm -hmm. okay i was there with my boys at one time we didn't have bread in the house They were hungry and they were screaming and I could not believe that I forgot to get bread at the grocery store. (laughs) But we sure enough had hot dog buns left over from dinner a few nights before. So, peanut butter sandwich on a hot dog bun. (laughs) Guess what, guys? It's a fun thing.
1: (laughs) You get a special treat, y'all.
0: That's exactly what it is. Way to go, Mom Coker. She was smart. She was smart there. And then it became a thing every time. Yeah. Poor little Matt got all excited. Yay, I get <laughs> peanut butter on a hot dog bun.
1: <laughs> we also had peanut butter in a tortilla. Well, peanut, peanut butter
0: in a tortilla is good. And honey.
1: Oh, I've never had it with I honey. I can do that. I don't really like peanut butter with honey. I don't Really? There's a lot of people that do. Mm-hmm. I've never been a fan. In fact, I don't. I don't typically prefer peanut butter with jelly either. I typically just prefer straight peanut butter. Yeah. In things. But I do remember, you know, in a tortilla I would always warm it up a little bit and like hot melted peanut butter. Mm Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. But I would always spill it and get it everywhere. With honey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I can do jelly on a biscuit. And I can do peanut butter on a tortilla but I don't want peanut butter and jelly on a tortilla, and I don't want peanut butter and jelly on a biscuit.
1: (laughs) Don't you mess with my jelly
0: by adding peanut butter to it, and don't you mess with my peanut butter by adding jelly to it. You can add honey to my peanut butter, but not jelly.
1: Yeah, we were at at the Oaks house last night, and they had made some biscuits, and there were some left over, and I took two home specifically to put some grape jelly on them and eat them last night. Really? Fantastic. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you. Uh, What's the best grilled cheese sandwich you've ever had?
0: You know, the we actually went through a time where we were doing what we call gourmet grilled cheese sandwiches, mm. uh huh, and just doing different kinds of cheeses. <clears throat> and um, I really like to do sour. It has to be sourdough bread first off. If you're doing a grilled cheese sandwich, it's gotta be sourdough sliced bread. Okay. I don't know what it is,
1: <laughs>
0: but it's just so much better. It does seem
1: to be like if you're doing a gourmet sa- grilled cheese, like an adult grilled cheese sandwich, yes. that seems to be the bread people go for the most. Yeah. Yes. With bacon. Okay.
0: Turkey. Turkey. Uh huh. Turkey, bacon, cheese, and I'm not even biased about which kind of cheese. I like Munster. I like cheddar. I like Swiss. Swiss is probably my favorite, but anyway, you can pretty much put any kind of cheese in there and then a pickle. And you grill it all together.
1: (sighs) I feel like that's just a panini at this point. It It is. It doesn't sound like a grilled cheese. (laughs) But then
0: you're grilling it. So and you're not even grilling it. That's the thing. You're not even really grilling the grilled cheese. (laughs) But it's called a grilled cheese.
1: (laughs) Uh, see, and I tend to go the complete opposite way. My favorite grilled cheese sandwich is white bread slathered in butter and like a Velveeta slice in the middle. Really? Yeah, with garlic salt on the top and the bottom of the of the sandwich, and it's just it's fantastic. Why'd smushed, I... smushed completely flat.
0: I I can't. Why have I never thought to put garlic salt on oh, top of my... Oh, it's fantastic. I'm sure it is.
1: It is. Same thing with mac and cheese. <laughs> grilled cheese Yeah, grilled cheese and mac and cheese, put garlic salt on it. You'll never go back. We
0: should do a mac and cheese grilled cheese.
1: Oh, my gosh. No, there is one like that. We went to... When we were in California, Tyler and I went to a steakhouse, uh, but it had meat on it, too. It had brisket on it as well, but it was a grilled cheese sandwich with mac and cheese in the middle, two slices of other cheese, and then like a handful of brisket.
0: See, I could get behind that. Or like some chopped steak. Do you remember? I don't know if you've ever had them, but the frozen steakums. Steakums. Yes.
1: (laughs) I was poor. I was a poor college student once.
0: Well, my brother was like... (laughs) Five years old, my younger brother, Tony, five years old, and he could make the Steakums. Like, I would come home from school and I'd be like, Tony, will you make me a Steakum? And sure (laughs) enough, he'd pull them out of the freezer and fry them up and put them in with cheese or Mm -hmm. in a sub sandwich. Oh, I bet you that with mac and cheese in between two pieces of sourdough bread with garlic salt would be the bomb. Mm
1: -hmm. That sounds good.
0: That'd be bald. I
1: used to eat steakums with like just a one sauce on a on a bun. Yeah. And that was pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, real quick, the Family Entertainment Watchdog Group, Parents Television Council, or PTC, is lauding HBO for its decision to quit showing erotic movies. and programming. HBO has recently removed its adult entertainment movies and television programs from both its channels and streaming services, according to the Los Angeles Times. Over the past several years, HBO is winding down its late-night adult fare. A spokesperson for HBO told the Times, uh, PTC President Tim Winter commended HBO and its corporate parent, AT&T, for the decision in a statement released last Wednesday calling it a wise decision. And I do see, lately, in, in... in not just the Christian world, but in the secular world, there is a rising movement against pornography. Uh, There are even some statistics that show that teenagers today are starting to look at pornography less, even though it is more and more available with smartphones and computers. Like we saw a peak and now it's starting to wind back down. There seems to be more. I don't remember. I'm going to have to look up that, that study and I don't know if it's how widespread that, that poll was, but, uh, there are more and more celebrities coming out, uh, against it, not for religious reasons, but for, you know, multiple other reasons, which there are several, um, why you should avoid this kind of, uh, entertainment. Uh, it ruins a lot of things in your lives and we don't need to go into that whole spiel, but there's a movement called, uh, fight the new drug, which they have shirts that say porn kills love and a bunch of other things that you might have seen celebrities wear on Instagram or whatnot. Uh but it's a completely secular movement about fighting the use of pornography. Um and people like Terry Cruz and uh, I'm blanking out a bunch of other names now. I should have written them down. Uh but a bunch of a bunch of celebrities who used to have a problem with pornography have stepped up to publicly announce You know, you need to stop this behavior because it's not about your freedom of whatever you want to do. It's about destroying your life. Uh, And if you want to keep your marriage, you want to keep your relationships, you want to even keep yourself from having sexual dysfunctions in the future, you have to break that habit. That's awesome. That's fantastic. And I do also applaud HBO because I do remember as a kid, HBO was one of the things that I went to when uh, I was looking for pornography because it was like after after 9pm uh, or whatever, they would have a whole bunch of programming. Some of it was original programming where mm-hmm. there was all kinds of nudity and sex and everything in it. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, it was definitely a, a place to go mm-hmm. if you had it. And my parents didn't know about all that stuff late at night. They're like, sure, give us free HBO for six right. months whatever yeah yeah. so way to go HBO very cool thank you for fighting the good fight even if it I have no idea what your reasoning behind it was but right. in the end it's going to help a lot yeah
0: that's really cool
1: it's Manic Monday we're playing some of the harder rock when we come back Jellyfish and Lobster Ooh. Back to the morning show here on Back Row Radio. Mo has got some facts for us. Ain't that right, Mo?
0: It is right. Okay, so number one, the most rain ever recorded in one minute was 1.23 inches. 1.23 inches. In Unionville, Maryland, on July fourth, nineteen fifty-six. Wow,
1: one and a one, basically one and a quarter inches. Yeah. in a minute. In a minute. In sixty seconds. Yep. That is a lot of water.
0: It is a lot of water. I don't. I'm wondering if they had their fireworks display that evening.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, number two, rats can tread water for three days straight and can hold their breath for three minutes. Wow. Uh, I was never a fan of rats, and really, now I'm really not a fan of now rats. Now
1: they're super rats. They're
0: like, yeah, that's disgusting.
1: <laughs> hey, they got, there's got to be some reason they survive.
0: Well, and I guess that's why they survive in like New York and the what is it called the the oh, su- subway
1: subway tunnels and sewage systems. Yeah. And, mm-hmm.
0: You know, you think of Master Shredder, and
1: I think a pizza rat.
0: Pizza rat.
1: You don't remember Pizza Rat? No. The whole thing online, they saw someone got a picture of a rat dragging along an entire slice of pepperoni pizza in the subway system.
0: That's totally true. (laughs) I could see that. In the
1: 1964
0: Flipper TV series, the dolphin's voice was actually a kookaburra sound. In case you don't know, kookaburras are birds indigenous to Australia.
1: So that... Was a kookaburra?
0: Apparently, <laughs> yep. And it was probably sitting in the old gum tree.
1: I knew. Yeah, that was a song, wasn't it?
0: Eating all the gumdrops, you yeah. could see. Laugh. La, kookaburra la. Yeah, yep. I remember. That was from Barney. Okay, um, That's from Barney. Yeah, you remember the show Barney? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it probably didn't originate in Barney, but that's where that's I remember. Where you heard it first? Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. People who work for the Waffle House corporate. Oh. Corporate? For the Waffle, Waffle House, House corporate. or
1: Waffle House corporate. Okay. Waffle Love House that. corporate. There we go.
0: <laughs> it's early, y'all. Spend one day a year working in a Waffle House restaurant. Oh, wow. So they actually actually have to go.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's to... today. Maybe it's Maybe today. Maybe they're there today. Right?
0: <laughs> Boss and employee <laughs> exchange day.
1: No, that's good, though. Because that, I mean, that helps... That would help them stay a little bit more connected, I think. It's
0: like the show Undercover Boss.
1: Almost, yeah. Yeah, except I doubt anybody gets their dreams made true at the end of the day.
0: That's true. (laughs) Sorry, Waffle House. But still, that's really cool. I love Waffle House. Side note, best place to eat at 2 o'clock in the morning.
1: Best place to eat and possibly get shot or stabbed. No. That's what I always feel like. No matter what time of day it is, whenever I'm in a Waffle House, I'm like, I could die here. (laughs)
0: I really think (laughs) but dang
1: these hash browns are good
0: (laughs) I think that it's like I think that there is some truth in the fact that you have a higher chance of being shot or stabbed at a Waffle House during the day than you do at night you think so? like in the early super morning hours between midnight and 3 in the morning you've got your drunk college kids that are just coming Mm, from the bars and all that they want to do is be stupid and eat food
1: yeah I get you
0: yep (laughs) All right. Last one. Jellyfish and lobsters are considered biologically immortal. They don't age and will never die unless they are killed.
1: That's true. Plus, the lobsters will just continue to grow. They'll just keep growing.
0: It's going to be like Like an invasion of the lobsters one day.
1: (laughs) But jellyfish freak me out. Because lobsters are like complete animals with brains and everything. They can... Well,
0: and they have an exoskeleton. Right, an right. and
1: Lobsters have no brain.
0: No, jellyfish.
1: I mean, sorry. Jellyfish have no brain. They just exist. And they're also very dangerous. And they never die unless they're killed. They don't die of old age.
0: But I feel like... So, okay. You see, I feel like growing up near the water, I can remember seeing a lot more washed up, Dead jellyfish on the side of like in in the sand yeah, on maybe. the shoreline than I ever did lobsters. So this proves lobsters are the smarter of the two because they know to stay away from the shoreline. <laughs> it's because jellyfish don't have a brain. Jellyfish
1: can't be smart. <laughs> they, yeah, don't they don't have, have any have brain, brain, y'all.
0: But that makes me wonder. Like, have you watched? Are you're not into Shark Week? Eh. Well, they always have those documentaries that talk about how we don't know because the the deepest depths of the ocean have never been explored. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't know really what's out there, what's living, mm-hmm. and the thought of this giant, massive lobster—like <laughs> in Moana. <laughs> yeah, I'm.
1: I guess he was a crab, but still, yeah, he was a crab, a giant thing like that.
0: Uh-huh. And he's got all of his jewels and. <laughs> i'm so shiny
1: (laughs) do you remember though uh, a couple years ago they had gotten a camera down deeper than they'd ever gotten in the ocean and they found that horrifying looking it kind of looked like a jellyfish but it also kind of looked like a like a microscopic virus that was actually the size of like I think uh, around, it was like the size of a car tire.
0: No, but it had
1: tendrils that went down for like several feet. It was just, it was terrifying looking.
0: nope I don't remember that one.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to show you the picture of that so you can have nightmares because that's what it gave me.
0: We'll see. So as long as you stay when you're in the ocean, as long as you can continue to feel the sand underneath your feet you're all right you're
1: safe yeah (laughs) it's manic monday we're gonna be playing all kinds of christian rock all morning long just a little bit more just a little bit more uh we'll be back at the top of the hour with more background morning show up next nasa's helping us sleep better stick around Welcome back to the back row morning show we are glad to have you with us on this monday morning as we kick off our final hour an unlikely ally in the battle against sleep deprivation may be found in several commonly found leafy specimens nasa has been conducting studies involving plants and sleep since 1989 and they have certified multiple species as being helpful for sleep and air quality so if you're looking for a way towards better sleep, try sticking one of these four plants in your bedroom window. Number one would be lavender. It can lower your blood pressure and heart rate, both of which are key markers of stress and anxiety.
0: Lavender makes me sick.
1: It makes you sick? Oh, uh-huh. I love lavender. It might be my favorite smell.
0: No, I can't do it. It really? gives me a headache. It makes me nauseous. Oh. Yep.
1: And you struggle with anxiety, so it could help you. Right. And you still won't have it?
0: Nope. Sorry. Uh,
1: aloe vera. Uh-huh. Aloe actually improves air quality by absorbing debris, microbes, and other harmful sleep-disturbing air particles.
0: Topher's allergic to aloe vera.
1: Gracious. I know. All right, that's two out for your house. Yep. English ivy. In addition to being shown to reduce symptoms of allergies and asthma, it has also been shown to reduce the amount of airborne mold by 78% in just 12 hours.
0: Did you know I've heard, though, that any plants can... I guess make the air quality better yeah. within your home and decrease the 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 amount of mold. So that maybe grows. maybe the
1: th- the special thing of that is just the amount and the time. Yeah, seventy eight percent in just in twelve, 12 hours, hours. Yeah, seems high and quick. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would assume that would be the case with most plants. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, the peace lily. Peace lilies act as mild humidifiers, which can help keep your sinuses. Moist. Oh my God! And clear through the winter.
0: <laughs> Worst word in the English dictionary. Moist. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Um, you know, no. I actually like that one. I probably need a peace lily in a my house lily. right about now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could use some humidification in my home.
1: Yeah, it's almost winter time too. It'll be here before you know it.
0: Yep. Are they winter plants though, peace lily?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: I don't know either. And I all of a sudden got really sad because I just remembered I kept a peace lily alive. Like, I am not a good plant keeper. Yeah. I kill them. I can keep people and animals alive. Plants I
1: kill. I mean, you'll, you'll even kill a cactus.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> In a heartbeat. It's really kind of sad. But I kept a peace lily alive for well over a year that we had gotten from Chris's mom's funeral.
1: Oh, yeah, right. I remember. Yeah. You tell me about that. That's sad. Uh, That's sad. Okay. (laughs) All right, we got some quotes. Oh, yeah. You ready for some quotes? Sure. A.W. Tozer. Modern religion focuses upon filling churches with people. The true gospel emphasizes filling people with God.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. Way to go, Tozer. Um yeah we we tend to we tend to focus too much on the church building as the important thing when really when we're building a church, what we're really talking about is building the body of Christ uh, which should be our focus mm-hmm. um, bringing people to bringing people to God, showing people uh, Christ through our actions and directly with our conversations mm-hmm. that should always be our goal, not numbers
0: exactly
1: Ron Macy said. We might not control circumstances in our life, but we can control what we do with them.
0: I tell my kids this all the time. Mm -hmm. Control what you can control. Right. You can't control what's happening. However, you can control how you react to it and how you respond to it.
1: We talked about uh, the serenity prayer at CR this past week. uh, Celebrate Recovery this past week. And, you know, the serenity prayer says... God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and uh, the courage to change the things I can. And it talks about what are the things that you can change, and there's really only three of them. It's your attitude, your... Uh, what's the third one? Uh, but anyway, the other one was your actions, mm-hmm. which is pretty much how you how you respond to things. And uh, yeah, it's really the only things you can change are you. Yeah, How you react and respond and think about things you can't change other people Mm -hmm. you can't make people be better uh and like in celebrate recovery you can't make people join celebrate recovery or you know work the program Mm -hmm. you have to let god work on their heart and let them get to the place where they're ready Mm -hmm. which is hard it's really hard especially i find it harder as someone who's you know, been in Celebrate Recovery for so long and knows how well the program works and how God has has used it to free so many people from habits, hang-ups, and hurts. And then to see someone in my life struggling with something. And, you know, I invite them. I tell them about all the good things that can come from this. And they still don't want to come. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Because I know, I know God can turn this around and use it for something good in their life. But they're not ready. And I hate that. Yeah. I hate the. I hate that I can't change other people, when it's for the good, right. you know, or even convince them to do anything else. Uh, Ron Macy, thanks for the <laughs> reminder. Doctor David Jeremiah.
0: Oh, he's a doctor.
1: He, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, God doesn't want to be our last resort. He wants to be first in our lives. But sometimes we don't learn that until we have nothing left but him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like there was a significant time in my life where God showed me exactly that. He basically took everything away from me so I could see that I only had him to rely on and I only needed him. Ugh. People. <laughs>
0: Make it don't do
1: Don't let it be your last resort, because it'll hurt. Uh, last quote, Jason Roy, never underestimate how important it is that your testimony be obvious from the way you live.
0: That's a good one. Right.
1: You need to live your testimony, not just speak it. <sighs> good. A, yeah. yeah. Good advice all the way around from our quotes here. Uh, we got another quote, but uh, this one is more... On the goofy side, (laughs) from former Third Day drummer David Carr, he has a prediction about the new iPhone, uh, the next one. He posted, Apple will eliminate the screen, the buttons, the camera, the speakers, and the microphone, and talk about their amazingly simple and all-new Zen-inspired brick. It will retail for $1,299, and Lions will be out the doors to buy it. For real. The funny thing is, this is already a thing. Uh, a few years ago, Kickstarter had something called the no phone. It's literally a blank piece, piece of plastic shaped like a phone. With a thin, light and completely wireless design, the no phone acts as a surrogate to any smart mobile device, enabling you to always have a rectangle of smooth, cold plastic to clutch without foregoing any potential engagement with your direct environment.
0: My word.
1: (laughs) They have examples of people like holding it in a movie theater. Like the screen will never come on. It'll never shine. And you'll still feel like you have a hold on something. You're just sitting there holding it.
0: (laughs) We have a small group for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They even they have a selfie upgrade, which is just a mirror that they glue to one side of this (laughs) and their latest project, which I think came out in 2016 is the no phone air, which is literally a package full of air (laughs) that you're paying, I think, six bucks for.
0: I, (laughs) what is wrong with the world?
1: And it's so funny. They have, I mean, it's been so popular. They have bundles. You can buy a pack of four for a family. You can buy a pack of 40 for your office.
0: People is this like a, a gift. gag gift? It's like though? a gag
1: gift, but okay. it's also—they really do claim that it's supposed to help you get over your addiction of always needing to hold your phone. People that like never let their phone go said, "Put your actual phone down. Hold this, and it won't distract you from everything else. But you'll still have that feeling of like you're in control." <laughs> it's I don't strange. know how I feel. It about is strange. This. <laughs> Oh, it is manic Monday. We're playing more of the hard-hitting Christian rock. Woo! Can you feel it yet? I can feel it. <laughs> uh, our show is coming to a close quickly. When we come back, naming your child after Chicken for money. Stick hmm. around. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. As we start wrapping up the show, we got one more news story for you. Fast food chain, chain KFC, chain, chain KFC, <laughs> uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, which actually I think they changed their brand name to just KFC a few years ago. Really? So they don't it's even no call themselves Kentucky, Kentucky Fried? Fried Chicken. Yeah. KFC is offering uh, what?
0: Okay, so can I like interject? Yeah. What is Kentucky Fried Chicken? Like...
1: I'm assuming it's fried chicken made in Kentucky.
0: (laughs) Is the chicken born, like, grown in Kentucky? Or do they actively fry the chicken in Kentucky...
1: Well, I'm you know I'm fairly certain that the chain originated in Kentucky. Is and it a they Kentucky based it,
0: res- recipe? They fry
1: it with that eleven herbs and spices that nobody knows. Two people on the planet know uh, what they are.
0: It's like Bush's baked beans. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. There's baked beans and then there's Bush's baked beans. There's a difference. <laughs> anyway, KFC is offering expecting parents the chance to win eleven thousand dollars. ...for their child by naming them Harland after Colonel Sanders, which that was his first name. The chain said the first baby named Harland to be born on September 9th, the colonel's birthday, and registered with the restaurant will win $11,000 to go toward their college education. The amount of the cash prize was chosen to honor KFC's famous 11 herbs and spices. KFC said the U.S. Social Security Administration lists Harland as the 3,257th most common baby name. Can you even put it on a list of most common when it's that far down? Harland uh, of 2017. So I guess we'll find out if this happened yesterday. I was, yeah, or I was going to say. Uh, I'll just just really check KFC Harland uh, giveaway contest uh naming contest let's see do they have it i don't see a result yet so maybe we'll find out sometime soon if we get it we'll let you know uh, but that's 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 just a weird name now it doesn't specify that it has to be a boy could be a girl named harland call her harley yeah hey yeah Why'd, you, why'd your parents name you Harland? Huh? We we got $11,000 from a chicken restaurant for it. Right?
0: <laughs> I have heard the name Harland, though. I wouldn't say that it's terribly common, but I know of a few people, and it's actually like an older name. Yeah. So,
1: Like Edith.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> like, or Opal. Did you give birth to an 82-year-old baby? <laughs>
1: I've heard Harland as a last name. I know a couple people whose last name is Harland. Yeah. But not as a first name before. Mm. But go for it. Besides Colonel Sanders. Everybody knows Colonel Harland Sanders.
0: Yeah. I don't think I have (laughs) ever heard his first name referenced. Ever. Uh,
1: As we're heading out for the day, let's give you our Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Isaiah 46.4. Even to your old age, I am he, and to gray hairs I will carry you. I have made and I will bear, I will carry and will save.
0: Our thought for, or er, yep, there we go. Our thought <laughs> for the day comes from uh, Faith Real. She says, a man can no more diminish God's glory by refusing to worship him than a lunatic can put out the sun by scribbling the word darkness.
1: <laughs> I think Faith Real is a like a company. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not, a, not a lady. Well, I could be absolutely wrong. I don't really know.
0: <laughs> that it does but seem I do more like, like I, a
1: but i do like that quote yeah yeah that's good Thank you for joining us this morning We're here every Monday through Thursday Starting at 7 a.m. Eastern 4 a.m. Pacific With an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern And 7 a.m. Pacific If you ever miss one of our shows You can find all the chatty bits Smashed together into a podcast for you Over on backrowradio.com Or wherever you get your podcasts And remember September is national Recover. Oh you were going to read that weren't you Apparently.
0: I'll let you read
1: it Go ahead <laughs>
0: Remember, September is National Recovery Month, and we're giving away a prize pack of awesomeness on September 27th to one random follower who shares our giveaway post on Facebook or retweets our giveaway tweet on Twitter. And
1: it's actually also on Instagram, and I forgot to write that down. Uh, You can repost our Instagram version, and just make sure you tag at Back Row Radio so we see it. What, what? Mo, what's the final word? Secret visitors. Secret visitors. That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back.
0: Bye.